This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> hey, Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to this. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning and welcome to episode three, nine, seven, down to dunk. You can find us on the dailythunder.com dash radio as part of the almighty baller radio or of course anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I'm Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Andrew. Jay. Yep. And Taylor. Crawling in my skin. Wow. Good morning, guys. Right Good out morning. the gate, huh? R.I.P. Chester. R.I.P. Hey, Chester. can I see that Seriously, real quick? sad. Yeah. It is sad. Ow. I don't like that. I got a paper cut. Um, okay. God. Uh, a few Thunder News items. You Luke, you want to fire off some Thunder News items? Yep. One. Oklahoma City signs Dakari Johnson to a two-year guaranteed deal. Pow, pow. Two. That's a weird. That's weird. We got. We got to stop and talk about this. The, it's it's weird. The shooting off, noise man. or Dakari? Fire one off. The one. Pow, fire off. <laughs> um. It's. It's a weird. It's weird. It's. It's like a make good kind of. Contract. Yeah, it feels like that. And then they're going to somehow cut Josh Eustis and not make good on him. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the most likely thing that will happen is that they will not guarantee Samaj's deal because they push back his guarantee date. They won't guarantee him. They'll go ahead and cut him, and then they'll bring him back as a two-way contract. And then he can still, like, if they need him, they can still use him. Wouldn't you rather have three point guards and three bigs? (sighs) The Thunder have always had three point guards. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this... I'll say this. The Thunder aren't done. Like, the Thunder don't look at this team right now and say, we're done, we have completed what we wanted to this offseason, and we're ready to move into the regular season. They're looking at it and saying, we'd still like to have more. Yeah. So. Blake Griffin. We, we're still trying to sign Blake Griffin. Yeah, we know that it seems like the odds are really low. <laughs> I heard they're still trying to talk to Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So. Chris, Chris Bosh. I don't. Chris Bosh even. I think sense. that it's. Truthfully, Dakari, his story is the one that we've just been assuming was coming this way. Yeah. I kind of thought he'd be the second big when Cantor was moved. That was kind of what I always thought, which may be what's going on. We just don't see it, right? It could. I mean, it could be. I don't think. Or they're moving Cantor to the four more exclusively. No. no I don't no, think no, Dakari's going to play. Dakari won't play. He's not going to play. He will, be no. a, he will be a G leaguer. Okay. He, he and. Nick Collison are just going to become better buddies. Yeah, he he's going to be a blue player more than he is a Thunder player. He's not going to play. But it still takes. This is, how does it? So so explain to me. Excuse me, not me. I know, but for the listeners, explain to me what this affects with as far as roster size, guaranteed deals. So they're at fourteen guaranteed deals now. As I signed Dakari, you they can only have they still have fifteen. They can only have fifteen guaranteed. Plus now you can have these two way deals, and we'll talk about one which is that, that's what I th- so that's why I thought Dakari's was going to be a two way deal. 
So it makes no sense. It to just me. Ha- we also don't have a ton of details on the contract yet. True. But I, but it was. You'd think it would be reported as a two-way deal. The Thunder reached an yeah. agreement with a two-way deal, not a guaranteed contract. Um, it's it's a weird deal. But so they have basically one spot left, and they haven't guaranteed Samaj, and they haven't signed Terrence Ferguson. So you can take it several different ways. You can take it as, huh, maybe the Thunder are going to trade Terrence Ferguson in a package for something. Um, because if you don't sign him, then he doesn't cost anything to the team to take him in until they sign him. It just so it doesn't factor into the trade at all. Uh, and if you sign him, you can't trade him for 30 days. So he's got the FIBA clearance stuff, which I think is the real reason that he hasn't been signed yet. I fully expect him to sign with the Thunder. But that's a possibility. Um, so I think... The most likely thing is that they'll sign Terrence Ferguson, cut Samaj, bring Samaj back on a two-way deal, and that's probably what will happen. There's also the possibility that they make a trade, open up a roster spot, and they're able to bring Samaj in as their third point guard anyways. So it's it's strange. They're not going to play. Dakar's not going to play. He's, he's fine, but he's a lumbering, old-school big guy that they're trying to give kind of new-school skills where he – Working on pick and roll defense, high post where he'll run the offense out of the high post Shoot a little bit. He can handle a little bit. He shoots from three. His form is just like staggeringly strange, and he's not. I mean, he's he's not a natural shooter. He's not a natural three point shooter. He can hit him, but he's not a. The Thunder aren't bringing him in to to play stretch big or something. Yeah. Okay. And they they tried him out in summer league, especially there were points when he like brought the ball up. <laughs> it's because Samaj was their only point guard. <laughs> Samaj and Dakar. Maybe Samaj- the, maybe summer league was the ch- was the competition of like Dakari Samaj wanting he's coming back this year. That actually might be legit. Who's the better point guard? Dakari won. Yeah, <laughs> who's the better point guard? <laughs> who's going to be our third point guard? Dakari. Maybe Masters? maybe we're not. Maybe we're coming at this all wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's not a big storyline. But the only thing that makes it a storyline is what it how it affects the roster. Dakar is not going to affect the storyline. Like, the Thunder really like him. Whatever. Like, the Thunder really like Kyle Singler. Yeah. You know? Like, can say the Thunder really like somebody. The Thunder really like Josh Eustace. Doesn't mean he plays. I, don't, I just don't think this affects the team that much. Hmm. Except for roster situation. So let's go to number two thing. Fire it. Number two two thing. Fire it off. (laughs) Sportando reporting that the Thunder have signed French big man Giannis Morin. So this would have to be a two-way contract unless they're signing him to a guaranteed (laughs) deal um, and filling the roster. And it makes no sense. Uh, I don't I've. This is the first I've heard of this guy. He's a 6'10 center from France. He's 23 years old. He'll be 24 at the end of August. Oh, he's kind of old. Um, he's kind of old. Uh, he has a highlight dunk I saw on YouTube. Oh. And that's what I know. Is this the first you're hearing of Sportando? No. No, no man. I know Sportando. No, that's not how it's pronounced. It's Sportando. Sportando. I know. I know. know. Sportando. All right. That's all we got. I think it's a two-way contract. He'll probably play for the blue. And then if the Thunder like him, then they'll have 35 big men 
Oh, and they'll, if the Thunder like them, then they'll give them a four-year deal. Four-year deal? We're trying to play all big. The Thunder <laughs> are trying to zig when other teams are zagging. They're trying to zorg. <laughs> Zorged. Okay, number three, Thing. Sunset jerseys are gone. OKC will get two new jerseys as Nike takes over. No more home and away uniforms. I'm excited about this. This is cool because the jerseys they have will be the ones they're wearing. So the way they're doing it, they're going to have four. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought I thought the sunset jerseys were cool. I liked them. I didn't mind them they were, either. They were good. They were good. Well, I like gone. the OKC. I like OKC. Yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. Gone. They were the best jerseys they had. Enjoy them. But, They're vintage now. They're gone. But they, vintage. Who knows what Nike will do? So Things that are way better. They will do some cool stuff. Yeah. The cool thing with Nike is that they're going to have like four jersey slots for each team. Some, some will have more. Some will have less. Not less than four. Four minimum. Some will have more than four. So they'll do a new jersey at Christmas every year for every team. So they're just going to make gobs of money on these jersey sales. Um, but that's something that we'll look forward to. And it's not just like the Christmas Day jersey. It will be like this is a jersey that the Thunder will wear going forward. Oh, that's so. Cool. There's no and it'll more. debut on Christmas. Yeah, they'll debut oh. for the not on Christmas, oh but like gosh, for the Christmas for like the holiday season. I didn't so realize like, that people can buy the things. Mm. Cool. So. Every year, the Thunder will get a new jersey that they'll... Part of their repertoire. Yeah. And then they'll trade it out. That's really cool. That's yeah. cool. So you could have like 12 jerseys in 10 years or in seven years. Well, they, I think they like retire one, bring in another one. Also, something else is... Fantastic. It's, it's not idea. just... Um, if your home team, you don't wear white. Now now the home team just gets to choose, choose. what they yeah. get, and then the away yeah. team has to contrast it, which is cool. I like that. It is cool. Sure it's also kind of been like, like... Crap! It's, yeah. It's also kind of been like... That. Yeah, it yeah, it's pretty I much remember, There's been like, times where OKC's been on the road and wore yeah, home they'll be jerseys. like, ah, I'll choose these ones. Yeah. And the other team's like, Cool. Because there's always like, like some special like event or like some reason to wear a different kind of jersey. Everyone just made up excuses anyway. Yeah. So now it's a fish. You guys like jerseys? I like them. I don't wear them. You guys have any jersey ideas that you'd like to share with the world for the Thunder? No. Uh, I saw that. So the PG1s. The shoes, Paul George's shoes. I saw that they released the first like Thunder colorway one, and it's just blue and white. Yeah. But what I was seeing on Twitter was people were talking about the blue is a different blue than the Thunder blue. It's more of a royal blue. It's Lakers blue. Yeah. Wait, how's La- what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Keep going. Uh, yeah. That's what every Lakers fan. <laughs> um, in the summer league. <laughs> and that blue would be way cooler. Thunder blue. Huh? The, that royal blue, I think, yeah. would be way nicer as like the Thunder's brand color than the blue that they have right now. Yeah. So I think just changing the blue to more of a royal blue, like a bright royal blue, would be really cool. Yeah. I think. Is be- there a blue? Is there? It's like the Magic, and is that it? Maverick Dallas. Oh yeah, Maverick. Dallas. Yeah, but that's yeah, not so royal. Neither of them are royal. Royals. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I, but I don't. I don't have any real. Jersey thoughts. Did you, did you guys see the, the the like person that put out the what they would do if it was them? Yeah, mm-hmm. is yeah. that the one that the Thunder was retweeting? Yeah. Daily Thunder. I thought that looked pretty cool. Yeah, some of those. Yeah, and it, my I, my hope is that whatever Nike does, since they are a professional corporation, they're going. It's going to be cooler than that. Yeah. So it gave me really high hopes. The it's thing is, though, they're not rebranding. 
They're not rebranding. No. So they're no, just no, going no, to no. try to do what the team has, just in new ways. Yeah, basically. they'll continue to. Because kind of for me, like better. the bigger things for me is like small church changes to the jersey or would be fine. Like, but if you could rebrand the court, you know, and maybe do like I love kind of leaning into the bison part of who we are. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Be yeah. kind of cool to like your half court's got a you know a bison or a, I don't know something just a little different. Yeah, I. I mean, the logo has needed a change since they came up with it, since they copied the Cool Ranch logo. So everybody tweet at Paul George. <laughs> it's such a bad logo. And tell Paul George that if he tells them that he'll stay if is it, the only way we're going to change. Yeah. We, uh, get rid of Cool Ranch. No more Cool Ranch. Also, also, I like Cool Ranch Doritos. They're good. They're very good. Cool Ranch. I, I like it. Uh, the shell of my taco. You remember Doritos it used Locos. To be Cooler Ranch? Yep. And then they changed it to Cool Ranch. Yeah, I remember that you were, I remember because I remember your reaction. You just walk on going, Cool Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I did. All right. Uh, stop spelling out Oklahoma City. Just OKC. Just OKC. Like on the, give me the OKC. is way better. Give me a give me some kind of lightning. Give me some kind of bison. Too many letters in Oklahoma City. What if you did the the state shield? On love it on the on the short. That'd be cool. On the short. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I don't there. know. I I think what we've learned is that we shouldn't be cool. design jerseys. We shouldn't be the designers of the yeah. jerseys. I don't really care. I don't know. I don't care that much. Do you wear you wear like jerseys sometimes though? But I've, I've got a lot of jerseys. But you don't you, wear them a lot, do you? I don't wear them a lot. I've got a Yao Ming jersey. That's true. I've got an Earl Boykins jersey. Keep going. You don't want to wear a Thunder jersey. He's got a... Dude, a Abdul Rahim jersey. <laughs> I do. I have a Luol Dang jersey. You have a Luol Dang jersey? I do. Why do you have that? All right, next question. <laughs> All right. Well... That's it. But you know what else we should talk about is, uh, <laughs> is our sponsor, Anthem. Um, oh, because they're good. Because they're good. After work today, I'm going to go and bust some beers up there. Why oh, you got to wait till after work, man? Do it right I'm, now. Because I'm a professional. What are you going to buy? I don't know. I'm just going to see where the where my feelings are. Are you going me. down there or are you just going to go to the store locally? I'm just going to go to the local, local store. Local establishment? Uh-huh. So down on not <laughs> nine. Anybody else want to know more about Luke's plans later? Nine oh eight Southwest Fourth down, kind of downtownish, and uh, they got a lot of stuff going on. Let's talk about their special beers they have on tap. Luke, tell me your thoughts on every single one. You ready? Okay. First word that comes to mind: mm-hmm. Domestique. Ooh, yummy. Coffee vanilla Domestique. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> Bourbon barrel golden one. Mm, give me some of that. <laughs> Blend one <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> got a lot of music going on this weekend as well tonight is andy adams seven o'clock beers and boards tomorrow during the day at two o'clock i feel like you may see your boy taylor there nope okay what's beers and boards? i mean i would I like it. I, I i'm have, gonna look it up here in a second but uh tomorrow going out night of town, i would love to be there is the stir by anthem or by anthem the stir is the band for our saturday night event they got a lot of stuff going on. They're going to have a big party at the end of August, too, to celebrate their one-year anniversary of opening up their tap room. So wow. cool. Brace yourself It's already that. been a year. Pens, papers, and boards. Another game day in the yeah. tap room. It's been a year. Oh, but they just couldn't have the full point beer until this year. 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's crazy, man. You should go. If you haven't been, you should go. It really is cool, and you owe it to yourself. You know, you've had a, you've been good this summer. Take a treat. Treat yourself. Take a treat. Take a treat for yourself. That anthem. Should be their anthem song. Take a treat. Treat yourself. Take a treat. Treat yourself. I agree. Anthem brewing. However, copyright me. Sorry. Copyright Luke. Sorry. 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 To pay Luke ten dollars. Sorry. Ten dollars every time you sing it to yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh It's catchy though. I'll agree. You want to move on to some Twitter questions? Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Twitter. Our first Twitter question comes from at OK Cobstinency. I don't think that's right. <laughs> no, that's right. No. <laughs> wants to know who is the best player Paul George played with before Westbrook? OKC. You know, try it again. No, OK Cobstinency. <laughs> that's what it says. OK Cobstinency. <laughs> um,. Lance Stevenson, it sounds like a joke, but Lance Stevenson was really, really good. He was. He was a great defender. He was was basically their primary ball handler. Um, He was great that season. Also, Danny Granger was really good. Danny Granger was the man for a while, was like the man out of Indianapolis for a while. He really was. He was good. I'm going to argue that Roy Hibbert, when Roy Hibbert was good and made sense in the league, was the best player that yeah, Paul George just, played with. Every, anytime you say Roy Hibbert, I just think, woof. I know, but back then, I mean, like... Back then, he was good, man. He fourth, really was. I mean, what was that? Just five years ago that it was like... Yeah. Uh, he was good. He was good. He, uh, George Hill? George Hill was very good. Yeah. But, I mean... These are the players Those you're are talking the guys. about. Yeah. Wow. Those are the guys. So he, uh, he it's an upgrade. Let me upgrade you. That's what you're saying. Let me, let me upgrade you, Granger. I'm trying to see <laughs> if he ever played with Danny Granger before his knee went out. I don't think he did. Because he got bad at some point. Because Paul George didn't really play his rookie year, right? So he did. So his, so Paul George played 20 minutes a night his rookie season mm. and Danny Granger was still really good. 20 points per game, a steal, almost three assists, five boards per game shooting 38% from three. He, Danny he was, was good, good, man. He was good back then. He was good. So my fantasy team back in the day was maybe the next question. Maybe okay. Danny Granger then. Okay. So Danny, Gr- how good was David West? When David West first got to Indiana, he was still pretty good. He was all right. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a great, like locker room role player, good player yeah. guy. He was good. He still had a, 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 yeah, I mean, a large he was role good. back then. Hey, hey, but Russ is better. Yes. The point is, <laughs> no one gets even close even to Even though him. David West looks like Russ, if something, if he just took something in it, just made him swell up. He looks like a Bane version of Russ. Yeah, he does. Looks All like right. Russ Baned up. Let's move to our next tweeter question. Comes from at Ian Dalius. Who wants to know after Golden State, Oklahoma City, the Rockets, and the Spurs, who are the other four West playoff teams? Who should OKC realistically hope to play in round one? So the round one opponents for the Thunder, I don't see anybody being that great. Um, I think that you put Minnesota in mm-hmm. as number five. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is going to be really good. They're going to be really good. 
their defense, I think, is going to be what makes them really good because they're just not going to have a th- their defense and. Well, their just, offense was good last year. That's like the thing about this team is that their defense sucked last year. They, they were could, not good defensively. They took more threes than I expected them to take last year, and I don't. I I see that kind of changing because, I mean, uh, Zach Levine took seven threes per game last year. Yeah. Well, now they have a point guard that can shoot. Yeah, that's true. Jimmy they Butler just, takes threes. Cat takes threes. Yeah. Wiggins yeah. will need to take threes. That, they'll be all right. They're going to yeah. be good. Yeah, that's who. My they'll be good. Five, uh, and then it gets dicey. Like for six, seven, eight. Like I think the Nuggets will make it as long as they're healthy. I think the Nuggets are good. I, they were on the cusp of making it last season, and you add Paul Millsap to that team, who had like their veteran leadership was Jameer Nelson, right. And their power forward, they didn't really know who to start a power forward the whole season. And they'll keep Wilson Chandler, and they'll keep Fareed, who will help them. And Jokic he, is going to be really good. Right. Just another Jamal year for Murray Jokic. is going to be better. Uh, this is going to be a really good team. I think that I'm, I would almost call them a lock, just because I don't believe in these other teams. So that Even looks, above the Clippers? The Clippers have such a low floor because of their injuries. Like if Blake yeah. gets hurt, let's that, take, let's take in, that, let's take injuries. You just guys. can't though. You can't not with Gallo and yeah, <laughs> like Griffin, <laughs> like you can't do that. Then like, who's your best player? Deandre and Patrick yeah. Beverly are leading the way in Clipperland. I don't know. Blake's not even guaranteed to start the season for them. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that Blake is healthy. If they're healthy, they're in. Yeah. If they're healthy, they're in. Um, but I think that they, it'll, it's it's not they're not guaranteed to make the playoffs. I don't think. I don't love their depth. Where do we see Memphis? What do we think of Memphis? I think that you can't discount them. I can see them falling out this year, though. They could. It, it's also a, a health thing. Like if they can keep their starters healthy, mm-hmm. they're gonna make the playoffs. Like they're gonna grind out games. Like they're they still have Mike Conley and Marcus All. Yeah, and they're both really good. Not, neither of them are stars, but they're both very good. Like then, what do you think of New Orleans? And did you put Portland in there? Did I miss you, Portland? Portland's another team that they're going to be five hundred again. Um, I don't know. I, I it's so hard to predict those last four. Um, I you, think. I don't know. I, I would give those those three that we said: mm-hmm. Memphis, not Memphis, uh, Minnesota, Denver, Clippers, and the Clippers. I would put those three in, and then the last two spots are really up for grabs. Utah could surprise. Yeah, you have Utah and, and be the best defense in the NBA, um, and they need a lot out of Donovan Mitchell, like oh, Rod, yeah. Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood's got to take got to step up. Uh, Ricky Alec Rubio's got to step up. They don't, they cannot survive the injuries they've had in the past without Gorgman. Well, without they Gorgel. also they don't have a point guard. Who's their oh, Rubio? Rubio. They also can't score. Yeah, that's this the team, thing. They're just all defense now. Slow. This team can't score. Yeah, they're going to be miserable to play and watch. Rudy is going to figure out what it's like to have zero space. It's going to be God. brutal. It's going to be really tough. Uh, they're going to be great defensively because mm-hmm. Gobert is great. Rubio is great. 
Um, Joe Ingles will probably start at the three for them. Which isn't, I like Joe Ingles. And he'll average five assists and five boards and 12 points and everybody will love him. Yeah. Um, But you don't go anywhere with it. Yeah. They're in the mix. So if you're going to guess between Utah, Portland, New Orleans, that's probably where that ends for me. Like uh, Sacramento's not making that leap. I don't no, care how many Lakers aren't making that leap. Phoenix isn't making that leap. Dallas might stay around 500. The Mavs will be yeah. in that mix too. Do they have any big additions this offseason? Dennis, Dennis Smith. Smith. I think yeah. he'll be good. But. That's about it. Then you're talking about a rookie point guard. Yeah. I mean, they're probably, right. they're probably They'll be good because Rick Carlisle is incredible. Yes. So they'll hover around 500. They'll, you know, I think they're up there. I think they could be the 9, 10 seed probably. I probably would put Portland in there above those all those teams. Yeah. So put Portland and then I wouldn't be surprised if it was the Grizzlies in yeah. at 8. Yeah. And then you see Utah out. You see the Mavs out. Um, Kings, Lakers, Suns, obviously not making it either. So – yeah, I, it's the West is going to be really tough, and I I think the one of the biggest losers of the offseason is the Portland Trailblazers because nothing they, they couldn't upgrade their roster because they are way way into the luxury tax and they can't get <laughs> off of any of those contracts. Like nobody wants those deals. Nobody's touching Evan Turner for seventeen million. That was Evan Turner and Alan Crabb at the money that you're paying them is. It totally kills anything you can do. Right. It was the roster. worst summer to have as many free agents as they did yeah. in 2016. Because what's Myers Leonard getting on the market this year? What did he get? What did he get? 10. Paid? He's getting Oof. getting paid 10. And he's like... You can't even really play barely him. Barely your fourth big. Yeah. And they they just go on forever. Yeah. Like all of those contracts. All of those in 2020. They've been paying Turner, those guys. Pay, That's, yeah, until 2020. Myers Leonard, 2020. Mo Harkless is making $11 million yeah. until 2020. Yeah. Oh, Crab's got a player option in that year. So that Which is pick, 50. Eh, pick, he will, he's, he's picking it up. Yeah. He's picking. <laughs> Alan Crab is not going to make $20 million no. ever again. Ever again. So that's like fifty six well, increasing to around sixty Probably something million. million dollars. I guess yeah. it's just three years, two years to player option. They got problems, man. Yeah. Unless they can convince the Knicks who are stupid to eat. I mean, they may take an Alan Crab or a like I could see a team running on Alan Crab in the hopes that he may be like a Brooklyn, maybe even. You know, I think or, you could talk yourself into it last season. I think think that after seeing the way that these contracts are now and like the reality check that everyone got this summer i don't i think that they're going to demand a first rounder to take alan crab i just don't think that you can take you can't take on those Mm -hmm. contracts now yeah because no one has cap space like brooklyn has cap space and then I can't remember the other team that does, but it's, there's there's just hardly any teams so, that have cap space. And so who's taking on that deal? And what's going to be crazy is after this year, Nurkic is a restricted free agent. He's a restricted free so agent. they're going to have to match him for probably, you know, somewhere that yeah, depending on yeah, how well range. he does. Yeah. Atlanta was the other team that has, and they don't have that much cap space. I think they only have like seven mil. So <laughs> they're, they're in trouble. They're in trouble because they are not going to be able to get off that money unless they can. And, but then they have to bring somebody back. 
Mm-hmm. It's just they're kind of screwed. So, and this is exactly why you should have smoothed out the uh, yeah. It's the players. Players the are to blame for all of this. The cap, yeah, the cap smoothing is to blame because the Blazers yeah. wouldn't be in this situation at all. The NBA would happen. be way more competitive. Kevin Durant wouldn't be in Golden State. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Kim Noah probably doesn't have his deal. That's that's sixteen money. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be a problem for teams for the next three or four well, years. Well, and now you're probably never going to see contracts like that again because in no. one year now you've filled that gap that was brand new, and now now you have players that can't even get paid that right. aren't even going to be in the league because people gave too much money. Here's last what's year. here's what's crazy. So Damian Lillard will be thirty to thirty one years old when the Evan Turner money comes off the books. Yeah, Oof. and Evan Turner will. St- Still sound like he has a bubble in his throat. Uh, I'm just like your Dame Lillard, age wise, is in his prime right now, and you have him saddled with just trash contracts. It's bad. It's it's not good. It's bad. Hey, let's move on to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore. Who wants to know why is it assumed that McBuckets gets minutes over Houston? We wanted a guy like Houston in the playoffs last year. Defense is key. I think Houston is the enigma for this team. Like for the last two years, which is like at some point maybe he's going to get play time. The issue, <clears throat> excuse me. The issue is that at least you know what McBucket is. McBucket is. Yeah. There is a part of Houston that we think we know what he is, but for some reason, the team and the coaches don't seem to be sold on him. Houston is only theoretical. Yeah, yeah it's purely point. theoretical. <laughs> we, I don't know. I think that he can play, but that doesn't mean that he really can. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's he should be able to play over him but he's got to earn that spot mm-hmm. doug mcdermott was a lottery pick doug mcdermott can score the basketball doug mcdermott can shoot it we houston hasn't been given a chance to even play in garbage time and you're talking about like an nba rotational player in doug mcdermott there is such a there's a, a big difference between guys who are in the g league and guys who are rotational players in the nba McDermott's been a rotation player in the NBA since his rookie season. Day one. Yeah. And Josh Hustis, as much as I like him, has only been a D-League player. Like, that's been his career. He's played a few minutes in the NBA. He's looked good in those minutes. Um, but they're all meaningless minutes. And there's not enough of a sample size to, to say anything about him. So that's that's why. And Doug McDermott's good. Like, Doug McDermott compared to like if you put Doug McDermott in the D League, like he would score fifty. Yeah. Uh is he a good defender at the NBA level? No. Is he just a super helpful player at the NBA level? No. But he can shoot, which is helpful. Um so that's why. You he have to have a, elite skills. And you have to have right, a defined skill. At least one defined skill that everyone yeah. can say this player can do this every night mm-hmm. like we can throw him out on the floor i don't think you can say that for houston because you don't know you just don't know he had a 26 per last season in 31 minutes Who yeah. <laughs> uh, that would make him second highest on the let's team let's compare doug mcdermott's per to josh <laughs> houston's per 
I'll tell you who's better. Josh Houston's 26 PER, Doug McDermott, 9. I'll, this is my argument. He got 31 in only 30 minutes? That's what I'm talking about. True shooting percentage, 61%. Insane. This dude is ready to dunk. <laughs> ready to dunk. No, I think I I think Josh Houston should get a chance. Um, but there's a lot of reasons why he won't. I just think... A bunch of Thunder executives sitting around a table being like, guys, I just don't think Houston is ready to dunk. <laughs> He's just not there yet. Why can't we play him? He's not down to dunk. He's not D to D. Okay. Guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Austin S1027. Huge uh, KJ103 fan, this guy. That's KJ why it's 1027. Yeah. Has to be. That's the only explanation. Literally, yes. Couldn't be his birthday. Couldn't. No. Uh, no. 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 Uh, no. No way Austin was born on Most, October 27th. You can't be born in the year 1027. That doesn't make sense. Uh, you, vampire. You can. You're just Poss- a vampire. <laughs> Possibly vampire. Oh, he's and a if vampire. it is his birthday, he loves KJ103 more yep. than he loves his That's birthday. That's the truth. Yeah. Vampire loves KJ103. Got it. And happy birthday whenever it rolls around. We'll know when it does. <laughs> he asks, who do you want the Thunder to play on opening night and on Christmas? I think mm. the Houston matchup is just so intriguing. And I think that playing Houston on opening oh, night would be so fun. Like, how excited and nervous and amped would you be for that game? Pretty excited, nervous, and amped. Yeah. yeah. Those are two teams that have made big moves. Big moves. First time seeing big teams, big names on new teams. People are going to be tuning in. That's right. Big That's, numbers. Luke should do the intro. That should be on ESPN. <laughs> big names on big teams. Big, big names on big teams. <laughs> so the, the truth is, on Christmas Day, you're going to have the Cavs and the Warriors. So it wouldn't yeah. be the one of those teams. I think you're right. I think that could be the Christmas matchup. Either that or Minnesota again, to the yeah. last year. Minnesota is taking that steps. New teams, new people. Um, big names on big teams. Big names, big teams. <laughs> I'd like to see them play the Spurs on opening night. Just because I just think the Spurs roster is very uninspiring. I think the Thunder beat them like a drum. And I would like to see it happen. I like. To, can, I just would like to see. I think it's a, it's a good place to see where the Thunder are at. Yeah. I think that would be really fun. I, I don't want to play the Warriors ever again. <laughs> No, I I do want to actually I do want to see what this team can do yeah. against the Warriors. It'll be it'll be way way closer. Uh, yeah, you had Paul George, to the right? Thunder. Yeah, it's what's what's be... so funny though? Like everybody's like weirdly trying to hesitate on this team. They won forty seven games last year with an ultra flawed roster. Yeah, and I know the West got somewhat better, but we just walked through the fact that three not three fourths, but over half of the West is still not very good. Right, like even though yes, Houston is somewhat better. I don't know. I don't know if they'll have more wins than they did last year. They're but better. Minnesota yeah. is better. Yeah, Minnesota. But better. beyond that, Utah got worse. Utah got worse. Mm-hmm. I don't think Portland takes a huge step. Minnesota got better. Yeah, that's right. What, did, I, did I just say that? Yeah, he did. It was in my Spurs brain. Spurs probably get that. worse. Sorry. What's funny is you didn't realize it, and I said it. Yeah. and didn't realize it. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, Spurs. Yeah. I think Spurs take a step down. The whole East is a big garbage oh pile. Gosh, it's awful. And so, one of those things for me, it's like, for some reason, people are trying to tell me that the Thunder are going to win two. Paul George is going to be a two-game difference. Like yeah. you, we watched this team every game last year, and they were desperately in need of a piece like Paul George. Their roster has improved in every possible way. 
Yeah. I think the Thunder could win 55 games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that the argument that somebody would come at you with is the Thunder were more of a 42-win team than they were a 47-win team last season. I remember that argument because, yes, the Thunder pulled a whole bunch of games out of nowhere. They also had two big injuries to two of their most important players, which on a roster was already troubled, and they – Tanked in the midst of when Vic was hurt, they yeah. were they were not as good. When Ennis was hurt, they they struggled for you know. Yeah, and they also lost trash games when they were trying to get Russ. So I I think that forty seven is not the like. Maybe there's games they shouldn't have won, but there's also games they shouldn't have lost if they weren't. There was like a lose. four game losing streak in there that they were yeah, lost to like Phoenix, the Suns. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. They're not going to lose those games this year. So. I'm not saying I agree with that argument. I was just bringing it to the table. But yeah, I know you don't. But I'm just saying like it's one of those things where in looking at the games that play, I would be more excited to see them play the Warriors. Whenever you look at the win total, too, you have to take this into account. That team last season did not fit at all. The fit of this current team couldn't be better. There's not a better fit. You have Patrick Patterson who's stretching the floor. Yeah. Adams is going to be able to catch lobs again because – and their defense is going to be crazy good. Dakari Johnson. Dakari Johnson <laughs> is going to be sitting there waving a towel. It's going to be beautiful. So uh, the fit, the fit is big. The fit then, is, we're talking Levi's fit, baby. How? And also backup point guard. That's what I was going to say. What? Is, how many games? Back it up in those Levi's. Does it sway the momentum whenever Russ would sit and the team would just? I mean, I don't know what the. I know it's va- value is Vorp. Is that the one that would yeah. do it? You know, like how many games does it get? The fact that. That Russ, every time he would sit, they would just like fall apart for those stretches. Yeah, know? he was a. Ne- I mean, Samaj Christian was a negative player in every way. Yes. So anyway, I, mostly I, his attitude. I know it's not what you're asking, <laughs> Austin. Happy birthday in October. Uh, <laughs> but but I will say that I think that that makes the only reason this came out is I think it makes I think the Warriors games are going to be far more competitive they're going to be really competitive I, I think they like Nate Duncan said who follows the Warriors closer than any he's of us he's a huge Warriors fan yeah he is he is yes he, he is okay. I think he is I think he actually is he's the one that admitted and on paper the Thunder are the most prepared to defend them yeah, destroy you, them you bring in Jeremy Grant who can switch and play good minutes for them but I don't. I still don't think the league would put them on opening night. I, I don't think so. There's and they saved those matchups. Yeah, for mm-hmm. other nights. You're going to get big numbers opening night, anyways. Oh, you get big. You put big big names on big teams. You get you big got numbers. Big names, big teams. You got the big numbers. Television, and that's my. What is it, Tom Haverstrow? That's the I'm big Tom Haverstrow, and I'm that's Tom the. Haverstrow. And that's the big names on big teams. Big, big names on big teams. <laughs> yeah. Hey, opening night, October 15th this se- this season, which is great. Woohoo! October 15th. Are we going to do a live pod at opening night? We'll do a season preview pod. It's too soon to tell. It'll be live. <laughs> All right. Big that's, names. No, that's a Sunday? Well, maybe not the fifteenth, but another day that's close to it. Something <laughs> yeah, in there. Dates close Woo-hoo! to the fifteenth. Pumped for that general area of uh, dates. <laughs> All right, next. Give me the big names of the big teams <laughs> around October fifteenth. The next Twitter question comes from at Gonzarandi. Seventeenth. 
<laughs> 17. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Woo! So pumped. At right. Gonza Rondi wants to know, or he says he's moving to the United States to Boston next month from Argentina. Any advice? Oh. He's coming to America. Just listen to that song, man. Get ready. When you're on the plane coming, listen to Coming to America. That's actually a good good call. Yeah. Yeah. That's really oh, going to yeah. help prepare you. Uh-huh. Uh, listen to some Dropkick Murphys if you're going to Boston, man. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, 311? Yeah. 311 from Boston? Are they? I don't know. That feels weird. I feel like that would be so weird if they're from Boston. I need to they're very that. like... West Coast feel, you know. Yeah, I need to, okay. I need to okay. investigate. I need to investigate that. Okay. What's a what's advice for gen, what's a general American advice? Mm, uh, uh, hamburgers. Gotta have a hamburger. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> gotta have a hot dog. Gotta have a hot dog. Catch yourself a quesadilla. Yeah. More of an American food than you think. You know, first thing you do, you start. You roll through a uh, a, a fast food taco place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. Oh yeah. Uh. Cody Carson lives in Boston. Uh, we have a friend who lives there. Yeah, friend of the pod. Call he might, him. He actually could help us with this question. Yeah, we don't li- we don't know much about Boston. Hey. People aren't quite as nice there as they are here. I'll say that it's very cold there. That's cold. true. Hey, bring a coat. Bring a coat. That's actually the best advice that we've given so far. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey. Here's the thing. Stay weather aware. When you're in America, you gotta stay weather aware. Yeah, not anywhere else in the world. <laughs> just here, hey, stay weather aware. It'll bite, it'll bite you in the butt. The yeah. weather. <laughs> yeah. Can we can we go? We can move on. Uh, sorry, we don't have any real advice. We're really <laughs> yeah, glad you're know. coming to the United States. That was really great. Yeah, but Welcome. no, seriously, listen to that song. Yeah, listen to that song. Come to America. This is the, the all, like the, it will never be more relevant in your life than when you're coming to America. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I, you can't can argue, argue that. Who can argue? Yeah. Um, uh, buy some red, white, and blue. Move on, please. Okay. <laughs> Next <laughs> Twitter. Squeeze in <laughs> Next Twitter question comes from at Stephen J. Rossi, who wants to know, how many Derek Roses would you need to get back to trade Russell Westbrook? Ugh. So, let me tell you. I have a number. Okay. 12.4. Okay. Derrick Rose's VORP this past season, you know what it was? Zero. Really? His value over replacement player was zero. Russ's value over replacement player, 12.4. It's going to take 12.4 Russell Westbrooks in order to. Or Derrick Rose. Derrick, oh my gosh, it'd be a 12.4 Russell Westbrook. Oh. 12.4 Derrick Rose is to equal a Russell Westbrook. And that's 12.4 Derrick Rose's all combined into one Derrick Rose. Wow. Yeah. One. We've got a, but then you got a multiplicity situation. So like when you start, when it's, you start power, when you start cloning the Derrick Roses, you're gonna have like. So it could take like thirty. Yeah, because not all of them are gonna be. Yeah, well, I was gonna talk about eating a dolphin, and it's gonna be weird. Yeah, one's gonna be like cool jock Derrick Rose. One's gonna be super nerdy Derrick Rose. One's gonna be like uh, you know. Well, you have to find out how to take each of those special Derrick Roses and suck their powers out and put it into one Derrick Rose. Yeah, one's going to be super. I don't know if I can keep that in. I don't know. That one That one is like, usually you kind of have a feel. 42, that one's hard. 42 minute mark. I can't keep that in. Yeah, I don't think so. Luke, I knew Luke was Luke was like hinging on a couple different things in his head. I'm sorry. 
Oh, I can't keep that in. Go to the next question, please. (laughs) I'm not taking this whole thing out. I'm just taking out the part of what you said. That's fine. And that's it. Is that something inappropriate? I apologize. God, what if you had 12.4 of those You know what? You know what? Watch out. That's dangerous. That's a gang. Do you know what? It's on Periscope. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Shouldn't have said that. Now people are going to go watch Periscope. Hey, just boost those Periscope numbers, man. Nothing wrong with that. You get special content. I mean, explicit content. I know it's bad. I apologize. Okay. Next Twitter question (laughs) comes from at Oklahoma Gal. Who wants to know, do you think Steven Adams could kill a buffalo with a spear? Welcome to the offseason. Yeah. Oklahoma Gal uh, is an employee at Pops. I think. Oh, that makes sense. I think. Uh, uh, yes, he can kill okay. a buffalo. With what a spear. is the minimum object that he could kill? Is it, is a buffalo that he could kill a buffalo with? Man, uh, one spear in a buffalo, you got to hit it like right on the money. You got to go money shot. Stephen Adams could easily kill a buffalo with a spear. Stephen Adams he is, is seven feet tall. Oh, and he's a massive man. Okay, have you seen a buffalo? Yes, I have. I don't but like. It's like a deer. Sometimes you have to shoot a deer like five times. A, That's what a, a bad hunter does. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes. Okay. I mean, I, animals can like live on. Okay. <laughs> like you can throw a spear at a buffalo and get run away. No, he's sure. going to. He could easily kill a buffalo with a spear. What's the minimum? That's a ob- lot of confidence in a very, yeah. very absurd statement. What's the minimum object? <laughs> Welcome that he can to kill our podcast. With? <laughs> What's the, right. It's like every it's tag, everything we say is line. that. A lot of confidence. Okay, what oh, minimum? Sorry. What's the what's the, you could? What's the thing that you wouldn't be so confident with, or you think that there's like a there's a twenty percent chance he could kill that buffalo with this object? Hatchet, like a small, like a hand hatchet. Is that what a hatchet is? Hatchet. Is a hand a kid, yeah. that kid survived in the wild with just the hatchet? Seriously, yeah. it's a book. Yep. Yeah, hatchet, useful. Made fire, useful. He yeah, did actually twice survived twice. It happened to him again. It did. <laughs> and he oh survived my god! Yeah. Are they, is this based on a true story? Uh, Are these real stories? I don't think so. I'm, uh, uh, I'm, pr- I'm just going to say it probably is. The, <laughs> unlucky saying, life. the author was like, what can we do for a second book? <laughs> Crash him again. Let's do it again. You know what? You know what? Not a bad idea. Because you remember it and it's like, is can it? you imagine that happening twice? That's the shocking part of it is, I can't believe this happened again. It's a great book. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's been three speed movies. Quit that's getting true. On, quit getting on transportation with Sandra Bullock. That's right. That's true. What's the question? I don't know. Killing a buffalo. Steve oh, Williams. yeah. Hatchet. <laughs> he could I kill. think he could kill. A hatchet, yes. Of a course. gun. Of course. Okay, weapons. A, well, a gun's no, way ahead of his spear. Quit thinking weapons. I think if he put his mind to it, he could kill him with a basketball. No. <laughs> yeah. How? A stack of Lego Duplos. Oh, yeah. Easily, I don't know what you just said. A stack of what? Duplos, Lego Duplos, Lego Duplos, They're the thick Legos for smaller children. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Legos, the girthier Legos, you know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the answer to your question, Oki Soda Girl, is yes. yes. And thank you for the question. It's thank the, you it'll be very the much. Of the pod. And I, did you just you assume she works at Pop Base in her name? Uh, yeah, I'm I pretty think, sure she works at Pops. I think she's moved. To Oklahoma from Minnesota. Oh, is oh, it's S O T A. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, this isn't the same person I'm thinking about. Yep, this is yep, a different OKC okay, soda girl. This is a different OKC okay, soda gal. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at FergieFresh24. Who wants to know, is there a less intimidating nickname than PG-13? I mean, Titanic was rated PG-13. Uh, Titanic, the Titanic, a lot of people died on the Titanic. That's yeah. scary. That's a bad example people to People were use. getting shot. Yeah. It's, Kate Winslet has, there's it, a partial nude scene. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Ain't nothing partial about it. How did that, how was, <laughs> yeah, how was that rated PG-13 and there was uh, tatties in it? Uh, how do you explain that? I mean, people are like, well, it's art, but it's like, it's still a boob. Yeah. Right? How did they get away with that? I don't know. That's really strange. Explain it to me, Jay, because I feel like Jay's the only one that can explain this. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, I'm saying there wasn't, I don't think there was any cussing in it. There wasn't violence. There was violence. There was it's violence. not violence. There was there was people getting whenever shot. The, whenever Hold the ship on. But the, but the, tipped like this, the guy fell and, and hit, hit the propeller. Hit yeah. the propeller. But, not, but it wasn't violent. That was violent. Wait, Kate, Winslet, Kate Winslet's freaking boyfriend, that like uppity guy, Billy is Zane. Uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Of the KFC colonel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> is like shooting a gun. I mean, they're like fighting and stuff. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not like it was graphic. violent. Yeah, it was like, very graphic. Like, there are so, horror movies that have like violence. <laughs> I'm not sure this is exactly what he wanted, what he was asking. We're more talking about Titanic than <laughs> PG-13, <laughs> which is why it was a bad example to use. Thank you for Welcome listening to, to the, the podcast. podcast. Does it seem like a rated R movie? No. Yeah, it's probably not. It doesn't at all. No, it, it's more PG, except for that one shot. Was it necessary? Paint me like one of your French girls. Evidently it was because people talk about that scene. They still talk about like it. Like yeah, number three true. thing you talk about of it's, Titanic. It's a great, it's a great, this is. Number three thing? The, oh, Titanic, in the top three things. In yeah. the top three Titanic things. Titanic is a great movie. It, it, it is. I was in college and I've stopped at Wendy's with Joey. Yeah. And it, we were in the first, it was on like TV at Wendy's, the, in within the first thirty minutes, me and Joey stayed at Wendy's for the entire movie, watched it because it it's was, a good movie. Because we got like got commercials and all, yeah, Dunkin' Nugs. I mean, you were there it for took four hours. hours. Yeah, it was on there TV for a long time, and it was great. We didn't have anything to do. It was like let's watch from Titanic <laughs> at Wendy's <laughs> on TV with commercials. Yeah, we uh, called someone and someone came up and joined us. <laughs> it's not a great. It's not a great nickname. No, PG thirteen. I like just Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Oh, wait. We got to talk about that guy, Grady. Is Grady your friend? Grady is our friend, yeah. Okay. Uh, He had a really great idea for the Paul George nickname thing. You guys saw it. Oh, I saw it. We retweeted it. No, he says, Paul, Paul, Paul. But his idea was that everyone in the arena does it. So it sounds like a flock of birds, birds <laughs> which is really good. Yeah. I really like that. Idea. I like that he was in a grocery store too. <laughs> just going, Paul, thinking about Paul. it. And I love that he had to restrain himself from laughing after he did the first Paul. If you rewatch it, <laughs> uh-huh. he has to retry so hard not to laugh at himself. Uh, it was a great video. Um, it's not a great nickname, but what are you going to do? Like he is. PG and he has number a 13. number thirteen. He and he was number twenty four, and then he realized that he could be PG thirteen, and he made himself PG thirteen. And that's there we go. the end. And we can't do anything about it. If he's the Titanic of the NBA, I'll take it. Yeah, he's king of the world. 
It's a great movie. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next. ended the podcast at that point. I'm not mad we talked about Can it that long. Well. Cannot. Our next Twitter question comes from at Cody Kaiser, who wants to know the response to CJ McCollum saying that if the Trailblazers got mellow, they'd be in the top three of the West. He's wrong. Yeah, it's a uh, it's bad take. Is it, I don't think Carmelo Anthony going anywhere is really catapulting that team to the top. I think three. the Rockets will be immediately better. Depends what they give up. If you can, if you can do Ryan Anderson for straight Mello, up, yeah. then yes. The Knicks. Yeah. I mean, they but may. if you have to Knicks give up like an Eric Gordon in the process, then no. But if you're the Knicks, wouldn't you rather like if you had to choose between Ryan Anderson? Or Alan Crabb and a peripheral piece, like you're 100 percent taking that Portland pick, or taking that Portland one. I don't, I'm, yeah, not, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. like if all things were equal in the sense that Melo would say, if Melo will waive his no trade to, to, to the Blazers, then mm-hmm. yes, they would rather have the Blazers deal. That Ryan Anderson deal is so bad. Yeah, it's, all things. It's awful. Yeah, which Daryl Morey is the greatest GM in the history of the universe. Yet he's paying Ryan Anderson. He's good, and he also years. made a bad deal. right. Yeah, but you know, just like the same things to which Presti gets evaluated. Yeah. Presti's made know, some bad deals, there. but he's also done a lot of great things. Yeah. yeah. Are we moving on to the next Twitter question? I don't even remember. CJ McCollum's wrong. He's just absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Wrong. He's yeah. just pandering. They, they he's trying like, to get. He's trying to like get mellow. Seventh or eighth seed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're not sure. They're okay. Not next Twitter question comes from at the Alistair Hog. Who wants to know at what dollar value would Cantor's contract become a tradable asset? It's tradable now. Is it not? We haven't traded him. That tells no, me it's It's out. untradable. It's close to untradable, yes. Okay. Yeah. I think- in this in this current market where you everybody has a center and nobody has money to spend, it's pretty close to untradable. I think the only time I think what'll happen sooner rather than later as far as Cantor's contract is so next year, not this season, but the season afterwards, it will be an expiring deal, which all of a sudden expiring deals have more mm. more use yeah. in the NBA. And so you, if, I would say like February of 2019, you're going to see probably Cantor. If, unless something happens where Presti pulls off something. Well, I wouldn't be shocked if he's moved before then. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Um, well, even just one year left is something people stomach way better. Like, Yeah. You think this year? I don't think it's impossible. I but he's gonna. It's gonna be something where it'll be to swallow a bad some, asset. It'll to get be back. with something else. It'll be. It's not gonna be just like Canner straight up for like something good. It'll be mm-hmm. Canner plus the Bulls second rounder plus Terrence Ferguson, and then you're like, hmm, that's kind of something. Sure. Uh, so would you trade? Like, would you trade Canter for? A pick and like cancer and whatever else for like a pick and to make cap space. No, well, you can't make cap space. They can't. They're way over. They're they're so far. Oh, over just the way cap. too far. They're into over. the tax. Yeah. So I mean, they're they, you can't you can't trade if you could trade canner and create cap space, like even like ten million in cap space. Then yeah, heck yeah, you do that. But you're too far. But over. You can't do that. You're you're yeah. So the point is. It's there's not even a, a big rush to even trade Cantor. They're not they're not going to trade Cantor unless it makes the team better. Yeah. at this point because he helps the team. You're either saving dollars, which would be a letdown. Yeah, or you're trading for a piece that fits. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, there's no reason just to bail on him. The only reason that they trade him now for a pick is because they want to save Clay Bennett money. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally the only reason because Cantor will help this team in the regular season a lot. 
there will be nights where he will score 25 points in a game and have 12 rebounds and you know he will just dominate and the thing that makes this team better is that it doesn't kill them if he doesn't play in the playoffs right right and they don't have and he under i think he understands that too and if he can shoot threes it changes everything because you look at that Golden State team a couple of years ago, they played a guy in most spates who was also a really bad defender, but they could justify playing him because he could shoot threes. If Cantor can really shoot threes, then he instantly becomes a guy that you can play a lot more and becomes way more valuable to the Thunder. And to the trade market if you really wanted to push that again. Yeah. I think if he shoots 35% from three on a decent amount of attempts, I mean, yeah. they can move him come trade deadline then for something pretty Oh, cool. yeah. He's oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh, I don't yeah. know what you could get still yeah you may you're probably right his slow footedness on defense it's not is the problem it won't in, I don't know how much it will increase his value to the trade market but it will increase his value to the Thunder a lot oh yeah oh, oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to our next Twitter question let's come from at Splash Myers who wants to know has Andre Robertson ever worked with a shooting coach because if he had a respectable shooting percentage. The spacing for the team would be improved. Let's thumbs let's t- up emoji. Let's talk about it. So he is working with the shooting coach. Yeah, now. If you haven't read Royce Young's article on Andre, like yeah. he met with Dre after signed the contract. Yeah, he said the issue is that that's the assumption that a lot of people make that he's not trying. Like, yeah, every day I'm shooting free throws. He's one of the hardest workers on the Thunder squad. Like this was a later first round pick that was a power forward in college that has turned himself into a shooting guard in the NBA that can defend up to really all five positions and at an elite level like he is an elite defensive player and it's all between the ears yep. for Robertson Confidence. it's not he can shoot free throws and practice I'm sure 70% probably. He's he's shot free throws well in an NBA season before. I mean, way better than he did last year. Yeah, it's all it's it's all mental at this point. And you know what? That's a really tough hurdle to get over for a lot of these guys. It it, it can it killed Andres Biedrin's career. Like he could not play in the NBA anymore after mentally he couldn't hit free throws anymore. He was benched by the Warriors, eventually traded basically as a salary dump to the jazz because the guy couldn't play like he couldn't play him because he was shooting like 10 percent from from the free throw line so it's not like it's concerning that it is like a mental thing for andre um but guys can get over he can get over it uh but it's it's gonna it's gonna take some things for it to happen you know, he just needs to take a me day take some me days andre take some me days take some treats treat yourself oh my that's what he needs you know what he needs to do he needs to go to pinscore mall go to think geek just go wild full stormtrooper outfit me day <laughs> <laughs> treat yourself treat yourself but treat yeah yourself. he andre works with he's worked with probably more than one shooting coach he's working with a new one this summer he's trying like the dude like the dude is putting in the work to make it happen just sometimes you just don't have it. Me day. <laughs> I say that's a cure for analogy. I'm telling you, take a me day. Huh? Go to Whitewater Bay. Just go. Watch. What Cannibal. is that? A Luke me day? Dude, yes. Cannibal Falls. <laughs> I'm telling you, Whitewater Bay is the best. All your problems just fade away. I've been four times this summer. Oh, really? Have you really? I've been this summer. They have a bar. 
Have you ever been? <laughs> I take my children. So, so yes. Hey, so, throw of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have not been to you the just bar. Just throw them on a few rounds on the lily pads. Go, go crank a beer. Bar. Yeah, I have not go done that. I can't wait for you to crank it out real quick. <laughs> I have not done that. Uh, Whitewater Bay, is just, it's a cool world. Uh, yeah. It's great. I love it, and that's my me day. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Bordeaux underscore Basher. He wants to know, what do we think of the Stephen Adams for Mark Gasol hypothetical trade from Bleacher Report? Bleacher Report stole this from us. They stole it from us from last week. We, tra- back. we traded them on the trade machine last yeah. week. Thieves. I mean, it makes sense. If you're going all in this year, it makes Man, sense. It would make the Thunder really, really good. It would make them so good. Also, I'd like to see what Steven Adams can do with this roster and to see an improving Steven Adams. I'll say this. I don't think the Thunder would do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that they're. I think the Thunder loves Steven Adams. They love him. His attitude is great, and not that Marcus Alls isn't good, um, but his attitude is great. He's a good defensive player. Uh, he has the potential to do a lot of things. He's young as he literally turned twenty four yesterday. Yeah, he's so young. He's so young. It's so surprising every time. <coughs> he's a young lad. Let's go, Luke. <laughs> Our next. Taylor's just yelling young lads. Time Our to go. Ne- young lad. Our next Twitter question comes from at jslange95, who says, who would win this five-on-five? Five? Russ, Robertson, McThunder Buckets, Grant and Cantor versus Felton, Abrinas, PG-13, the PP Man, and Adams. I'm going with the PP Man roster. Me too. I think too. so, too. I just think it's more balanced. I think that the other one, Grant and Canner is a really bad defensive combo. Even though Grant like seems like a defender, I think you can get to the rim whenever you want. Um, and Adams, when Cantor played for Utah, Adams gave him so many problems. Adams would shut down Canner. Yep. Felton. Which means if Cantor shut down, you really have no offense past Russ. Yeah. And then you'd mm-hmm. say like Robertson shuts down PG-13. But Brandon Felton can create. Like, the guy can get to the rim. He can create. He can shoot it. You have Abrinas out there that can shoot it. You have the floor is space with that second team. But the first team, you just have, like, another version of, like, that weird-fitting Thunder team from last year that didn't always make sense. And, you know, I, I would take that team. I think Russ would – I think Russ, if you played, like, ten games, that Russ team would win a couple just because Russ would go – bonkers but i think the second team is more balanced okay our next and final twitter question comes from at that true talk who wants to know who are your untouchables for this team not necessarily most valued but guys who you would hate to see leave like maybe a nick or a brinus i think steve is one of them for me yeah jay if you're jay don't touch him don't touch him um, just personal, like for all the off the court stuff, probably more than anything. Yeah. Um, Russ, obviously an untouchable. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, Paul George, uh, yeah. Yeah, Stephen Adams. <laughs> really, it'd be hard to see those guys uh, go. Anybody on the anybody on the peripheral that you guys don't want to see leave? You know, Canner would. You would be just like, oh, like I really like an. Yeah, yeah. You'd get over. I feel like we'd get over it pretty quick. It depends on what you got back. Yeah, you got like a second rounder. If you got like the fortieth pick in the draft, like you'd be like, oh, that really sucks. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Yeah, 
Also, his personality is great. Right. He's been great. I'd uh, be more sad for like Steve, too. I'd be like, that sucks that that friendship is going to be a lot harder for them now. It's hard to have a friendship with that distance. No kidding. What no if he just kidding. goes to Dallas? Ah, uh, they could meet in Ardmore. Ah. Just a jaunt up I-30. Jaunt. Five. 35. I-35, you're right. I'm sorry. Luke, no, Luke goes I-30. <laughs> yeah, it's out of the <laughs> way. way. I take I-30 out to Dallas. Way, but there's less traffic. <laughs> way less traffic. And, um, I, I think there's just only a few of those guys. <laughs> I think Canner is one. I think Abrinas is one. And I think to, to me, really, like of the peripheral pieces, I think that's it. Like, I, like you're not going to be sad if Hustis or Samaj go anywhere. We haven't really gotten to know Felton or Patterson. I think Dre. I, I think that if he went, I don't think a lot of people would cry about it. Um, just because people don't like guys that can't shoot. Um, so I think that's really about it. I think if Jeremy Grant develops more this season, he could become one of those guys. Yeah, but at this point, especially if he dunks on Duran again. Yeah, at this point, he's not a guy that you'd be super sad there if aren't he a lot. was gone. But I think I think Avrinas is is the number one guy for me, just because I think he has so much potential, and he can shoot it, and it's just going to be a killer. Yep. I think it's going to be great this season. I'd yeah. be like toaster in the bathtub level if Dakari Johnson left. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, we need to talk. Hmm. You know who I think that we're going to love this season? For hold on, everybody make a guess. Who are we going to love? PP Man. Well, I think we'll love him, but that's not the Hold on, hold on, hold on. Paul George. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rafe. Ray Felton. Ray Felton. Yeah. I think we're really going to like him. That picture of him is great. Starting with that picture, I know the media is pretty excited about him. He's a great interview. He's a great interview. Also, he's not really fat anymore. No, he's kind of just. He is thicker. He's a thicker daddy. But, like, naturally thicker. For a point guard, yeah. Yeah. But you look at him, you're like. Yeah, he's pretty naturally thick, yeah. Like, he's just kind of a bigger boy. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like he's fat. Not Boris Diaz. Like, Portland Portland Ray Felton? Fat. Yeah. Portland Ray Felton was fat. He's been in shape for a few years. Little piggy. Little piggy boy. He was so good for the Mavericks that playoff run. He was. He was really good. He's going to have games where he carries the offense, and it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be great. <laughs> hey, guys, I have a question, but before I ask that question, um, I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Let's do it. They're a company that makes Oklahoma shirts, <laughs> but that's not all they do. No. See, for uh, uh, is it $10 a month? $10, $10 plus month, fees and shipping. You get an Oklahoma-themed T-shirt, plus just for signing up. Every single month. You get a free T-shirt. Every month. Well, for the sign-up, like the first time you sign up, you get yep. a T-shirt. Yeah, and then you get true. that month's T-shirt. You know what they also do? They do a Texas of the Month T-shirt. Texas T-shirt They do the a month. Texas shirt of the month. They also club. do screen printing for all of your printing needs, anything you yeah. want. <laughs> you have a custom order? You want to order 100 shirts? They can do it. You want just two sing, shirts? A single shirt? I bet they could do you that. You want 1,000 shirts? They can do it. Take care of your sticker needs. They can do hats. They do embroidery. They do. I mean, they literally can do anything. Jerseys. They got stickers. We got stickers. <laughs> there they are. We got stickers. <laughs> we have stickers. We got stickers. Um, and if you want a sticker, come to a, uh, our next uh, live thing. We'll hand out some stickers. We'll throw some stickers or at you. Or you send us a self-addressed stomp down below. Yeah, do that as well. we'll self-addressed stomp down below. Stomp down below. We seriously will do that. We yeah. seriously will send it to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. They're the best. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Check them out. They will hook you up mention down to dunk if you order from there and that just makes it more valid that they sponsor us thank you <laughs> yeah there's no hookup it's just, just like hey yeah but just tell yeah. them and, then, and we appreciate it 
How'd you guys hear about us? Down to Down, Down podcast. Down. Yep. Yeah, I bet they give you a high five. They would. That'd be good. Okay, now the question that I was saving to ask you guys is: Are you miffed? And are you peeved? Miffed, 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 and, and peeved. I'm always hesitant to mention weather on this podcast because the last time I did it, you destroyed me. But well, I did. It's so you're like Jay. I don't want to hear about the weather. It's like Taylor. <laughs> it's like Taylor in dreams. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I get mad. But about it's so sometimes. blazing hot outside here in Oklahoma. Hot and is hot. It's we hot as hell. I had to take try to take my grandmother to the uh, eye doctor. She's ninety, almost ninety two, oh, and wow. she basically stays in her house all the time. Yeah, I'm twenty five. Oh, I'm twenty six. I want to stay in my house. I all do the time. same she, thing. She got out. We literally so getting her from which I have, I bought it. We have a truck now, and so I like she can't get into it herself. So I have to like lift her into it. Just a horrible experience. Yeah. And she was so hot that she just almost had like a total meltdown. And she told us when she got back, she said, I'm not going anywhere from June to August ever again. Like, All right. It just miffed me off because the freaking weather sucks. Yeah, that's bad. It's weather, hot. Weather doesn't care about age, you know. Doesn't care about nothing. It just it cares about. Right now in Oklahoma, it feels like the sun is just on top of us. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Like about a mile north of us or above us. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, I'm I'm marfed and parfed. Rest in peace, Chester from yeah. Lincoln Park. Have what, you know, say whatever you want about Lincoln Park. Seriously, everyone likes Hybrid Theory. It was great. Everyone likes it's Hybrid Theory. Album. Loved it's, it. It's a perfect, it's a perfect album. <laughs> I'll, top, say, I'll say <laughs> top to bottom, perfection. I also love the... Uh, the hybrid album they did with uh with jay-z jay-z uh, yeah, the, the yeah. remix of hybrid theory reanimation no no he's talking about uh mtv mashups between jay-z i know and... what he's talking about i just wanted to mention oh sorry animation because the yeah. hybrid theory was so good i bought it twice <laughs> reanimation was very good no, as well i liked it uh i didn't like it at all it's the same cd but i liked the first it is CD. not yes it is it's not very good yeah it's it's cool it's like completely different. Hey, just accept that the band's not perfect. The great band, great CD, not perfect like, band. Uh, no way. Um, Meteora, <laughs> more like mediocre. <laughs> That's when I stopped listening. Hey, this, me too. You guys know what's this muscle called right here? Deltoid. The the the, the Thorman. <laughs> That's Thorman. your Thorman. The your deltoid. It's, it's your shoulder. Been, it's been like. Spasming like for the last couple of days, just like randomly, just like oh, you have to get your arm amputated if that's happening. Yeah, they cut yeah. it off at the neck, though. Could be the, so, yeah, could be a rotator cuff. Is that what you're miffed and peeved about? <laughs> yeah, it's just been like going, just been, just been doing it. Yeah, thing. it just kind of moves on its own. And it's getting me ripped right there. Just really? Spat, yeah. It's like your own tinge machine. You know what those are? Yes. Those little things that go, they just like patch them and they just shock you the whole yeah. time. Oh, that's cool. This deltoid is way bigger than this one. Yeah, you look yoked on. If I like literally, yeah, yoked. You look like the guy in Lady in the Water that only works out his one arm. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our podcast. (laughs)